Hey there, Radioheads. Welcome to another episode of Radio KBE. The date for this episode is September 30th, 2022. And the topic that I'm going to talk about today is the idea of Anthony Davis as the first option for the Lakers. Recently, Coach Ham sort of mentioned that um, he wants to utilize AD in a manner that's more productive and sort of optimize his usage both on offense and on defense. And in addition to that, there was a report that came out that LeBron has been talking to Coach Ham uh, about using AD or, or running the offense through AD. And so I thought that was an interesting thing to just sort of read about. Outside of that, there's been some talk about using AD um, as sort of this in this center field role uh, defensively, which is pretty straightforward if, if you've ever watched the, the Bucks sort of play defense. So they, they like to use Brooke Lopez in this role. Sometimes they like to use, um, you know, other centers in this role. So I, I would imagine we'll probably see guys like Damian Jones uh, and Thomas Bryant potentially playing this role. When you combine that center field part, as well as the idea that Coach Ham wants to not have to overuse AD on the defensive end, that he wants to be able to, you know, make it so that AD doesn't have to try and sell out every play defensively to, to cover for his teammates, and then that the Lakers are hoping that they have sort of a roster of athletes or, or a roster of players who won't require him to have to bail them out every single time, I think that's a good thing. Uh, I think that sort of gives us some insight in regards to just sort of the philosophical approach that Darvin Ham has in regards to this. And one of the things I think, um, and this is not to uh, speak lowly uh, on our previous championship head coach, uh, Frank Vogel. But I think Frank Vogel had very specific roles that he wanted to have filled. And the parameters for the players in those roles were very specific. They had to be a seven footer, uh, had to be able to, you know, defend shots with some proficiency, that sort of thing. So a lot of times what we'd end up seeing were guys like Marcus Soule, guys like DeAndre Jordan, guys like Dwight Howard, in some capacity were successful, some capacity they weren't, guys like JaVale McGee as well. But the, the biggest difference between players being successful in those roles and not being successful in those roles, there was really athleticism. JaVale and Dwight were both pretty good athletes the year that we won a championship. Uh, Mark was doing actually pretty well to himself the, the following year, but COVID sort of hit him pretty hard, and I think it affected his conditioning. All in all, the, the point that I'm trying to bring up, and of course we know exactly what happened with DeAndre Jordan, and then Dwight was, you know, his he was not exactly the same guy that he had been two, two years prior. But the point that I'm trying to bring up in regards to this is that the role was what it was, and it was the responsibility of our front office to, to find the players that fit that role. But I think Darvin Ham is approaching this a little bit more differently. Not only is he describing the role that he wants to fill, He's also going around and making requirements. And I suspect that's part of the conversation that's happening with the front office. You can't just get any person to fill that role. That player has to be an athlete. And I think that's why you, you've seen um, the Lakers add a player like Damian Jones, who is a good athlete, and add a player like Thomas Bryant, who is a good athlete, but obviously he, he'd been recovering from an ACL uh, injury uh, a while back. So it's going to be very interesting to see how Anthony Davis is deployed either as the center field player or the person who plays the help side role, which he did for Frank Vogel 
Uh, I imagine he'll do the same for the Lakers too as well. But again, I think one of the more interesting parts is the philosophical approach. Darvin Ham is openly saying out loud he doesn't want AD to have to do as much as he normally thinks he has to do on defense. And from a basketball standpoint, that sort of matters because you're trying to coach the player to be the best version of themselves, but at the same time, you're trying to prevent him from injuring himself. And Anthony Davis has a tendency to get hurt over doing small things, like he'll go and block a shot and hurt his hand, or he'll try and save a play and he'll land on his back because he, you know, he can't land on his feet because he doesn't want to risk turning an ankle on a smaller player. Those sort of things matter. So it'll be interesting to see how he gets deployed on the defensive end. But there's been a lot of talk about AD as a first option. And I think the the general idea that most people have is when you think of a first option, a lot of people think about very central uh, heliocentric players or, or players who kind of do it all. So you think of guys like LeBron, you think of, of guys like James Harden, and you think of guys like Luka Doncic, even Nikola Jokic. But I don't think AD, when Darvin Ham talks about Anthony Davis being the first option for the Lakers or the offense running more through the through Anthony Davis, I don't think he's thinking about it in that manner. I don't think he's thinking about it or uh, tailoring the the offense to force AD to do things that he normally isn't good good at. Uh, I don't think we're going to try and use him like Luka or LeBron or Jokic. I think the idea is is that they want to run the offense through AD in the sense is that they want him to be the guy who creates the matchup disadvantages for the rest of the team. The shots should go through AD. AD should be the one who's in position to put pressure on the rim. And everybody else falls in line behind him based on how the defense reacts to it. Similarly, if you think about a team like Chicago that alternates doing this with a guy like DeMar DeRozan, who isn't, you know, a world-class passer or, or a world-class, you know, playmaker for his teammates. He's just re- a really, really good scorer, especially in the mid-range. Chicago's entire goal for guys like Zach Levine and guys like DeMar DeRozan is just to get them the ball in the spots that they want in, in a situation where they can, if they have to, make plays or they just kind of do what they do really well, which is score. And I think that's the idea that Darwin, Darwin Ham has in regards to how he wants to use AD as sort of the first option. The idea isn't that the offense is going to be tailored around his playmaking skills, because to some degree he has some, he doesn't, he's not exactly very good at that. He can make passes and he can make simplified reads, but sometimes he has issues with the timing of those reads, how quickly he processes that sort of information. So that'll be interesting to see uh, how those things sort of work out. But I think that distinction is important. It doesn't necessarily have to be one way. It can be another way. And describing something as vaguely as being the primary option can you know, lead to a lot of debate. So all in all, I think there's probably more to it than something as simple as, you know, just using him as the first option. But I think it's a good approach because he has to grow up. He has to be more impactful than just being a, a lob finisher and 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 just being sort of a guy who, you know, a- ends possessions for the Lakers. He has to be capable of doing a little bit more than just that. Not saying that he has to do it at a super elite level, but we have to be able to use some of the things that he's able to give the offense an advantage for, we have to be able to use some of that to, to our ability. It can't just be sitting in the corner 
or, or sitting on the low block, absorbing a double team and having being forced to just kick the ball out because that's pretty much the end of the possession for him. So I'll be interested in seeing what Darvin Ham eventually does use, what sort of role and, and what sort of placement on the court he has. But I would imagine using him as a first option is going to be a little bit more than that. That's all I have for the, fir- for the first sort of inaugural or second episode uh, about AD's first option. I just want to say thanks to everybody for subscribing. And thank you for giving me eight minutes of your time to talk about the Lakers. I hope you have a wonderful day or a wonderful evening. And I'll see you in the next episode.